Stepping into the river Birenda was my father's dearest friend. They'd been in school and college together and had remained bachelors for many years. Never found the right person, they claimed, and were perfectly happy as they were. Then my father met my mother in his late 40s and discovered a different kind of happiness and became a great preacher on marital bliss. I adored Birenda. He was just over 5 feet tall. but he had an unbelievably loud voice as if he'd swallowed a microphone he knew everything there was to know about everything and with him around i never needed to consult the encyclopedia britannica for any of my school projects i told him all my little secrets and sorrows and he understood me and counseled me not always wisely but always passionately and with my best interests at heart at least from his point of view he was the towering figure of my childhood we chatted often in person and on the phone which i had to hold at arm's length to avoid puncturing my eardrum with the sonic boom and we exchanged confidential letters strictly outside the ambit of my parents gaze i loved him dearly he was my best and closest friend and i was the only child he ever had Birenda and Baba had wanted to set the world at rights. They couldn't lay the table properly between them because they'd be so distracted by their inane arguments and I'd have to check on their efforts after they finished. But they had these huge plans for curing the world of its ills. It's called Adda and we Bengalis are famous for it. Ma and I would get drawn into these conferences even when I was a little fellow. I had to prepare papers on all kinds of subjects including after a fall in school the best surface for school playgrounds I could even fabricate an ideal surface for the mind should be without fear and the head held high but the paper had to be logically presented it would be seriously discussed and just because I was 7 or 8 didn't mean they let me off lightly when I was 9 Baba was posted to Delhi on work and naturally Ma and I went with him. Birenda became terribly lonely missing our adda evenings together and decided to seek companionship in marriage especially if it could bring him the same completeness and joyfulness he'd witnessed in his friend. We all took to Charudi straight away for she was a genuinely sweet person intelligent and cultured good-natured talented and most importantly she accepted that our family was a vital part of birenda's life and fitted herself tidily into that picture she pampered and protected him ensuring he ate a more varied diet and had his regular health checkups wore his sweater in the chilly winters and drank his belair sherbet in the blazing summers he also looked to her every convenience and ensured she never lacked for anything either everything seemed good charudi declared that birenda was always delighted to hear from me and looked forward eagerly to my letters and calls 
but I wasn't so sure of it. He laughed and talked and asked me about my studies and friends, but there was no heart in it as there had been before. After his marriage, he'd become reserved and quiet and withdrawn from me. I felt excluded and was deeply hurt. I spoke to my parents about it and my father admitted in tears that Birinda had indeed changed, but that I should be kind to him and not take it personally for whatever the problem was, it was his problem, not mine. You didn't know the old Birinda, did you? The one who argued for hours with Baba or Ma or me about obscure subjects? Whether there should have been a comma or a semicolon in a certain sentence in a book? Or whether a character in a movie should have used some other inflection? Or which Robithakur poem was unworthy of the great poet? Or whether it was the perfect weather for Jalmudi or for Puchka? Or what we should do to restore the Calcutta Zoo or the Calcutta Museum no less to their erstwhile glory? No topic had been too big or too small for his passionate attention. Now, as I watched, he became silent and withdrawn and accommodating and somebody else, not the Birenda I had known and loved. Despite the efforts of my parents, we drifted apart. Perhaps I should have been more supportive and understanding, but I was young and growing up myself with all the uncertainty and selfishness that come with adolescence. And I missed my old friendship and I had no time or energy to spend on setting it right. Years passed and my life picked up pace and became full. I heard of him constantly from Baba or Ma, even chatted with him occasionally. But nothing about him captured my heart again. He was just a dull, boring old man. Despite my callousness, he was beside me instantly when Baba and Ma were killed in the car crash. He stepped up and made all the arrangements and took all the difficult decisions. But he was no longer inside my magic circle and could not provide the kind of comfort he'd hoped to be able to. And both of us knew it. So he and Charudi did not stay long. After that, only perfunctory exchanges of greetings at Pujo or New Year, meaning less and less with each passing year, until I got word, out of the blue, that Charudi had died of a massive heart attack. There had been no prior indication. One day she was fine and bustling around the house, and the next day she was gone. How terrible for Birenda, I thought, left alone in his old age. Baba and Ma, his closest friends, and now Charudi too. I was traumatized with guilt and regret. Birenda and Charudi had both been very kind to me when I was a child, Birenda especially, and I'd just let the relationship wither, completely die after Ma and Baba had passed. Even after I'd grown to manhood and should have known better. I took time off from work and went to Birenda. He had an ancestral house in a now unfashionable part of the city and the two of us rattled around in its vast, high-ceilinged emptiness. It was a house I was deeply familiar with 
and I had many cherished memories within its thick and ancient walls. Conversations turned naturally to my childhood and to Baba and Ma and to Charudi and what a kindly soul she'd been. And how deeply we felt the lack of the three of them now. In those two weeks, I reconnected with Birenda. He was sad and distracted and had many funerary duties to perform. But he was also, in some indefinable way, switched on again. There was much that needed doing. Arrangements had to be made to run his life and the household smoothly without Charudi's supervision. Between the two of us, we picked up the reins on all these and the long-abandoned threads of our old friendship. My leave was rapidly coming to an end, so I encouraged him to pack up and come and stay with me for a while. But he wouldn't even hear of it. He was old and entrenched in his ways, he said. I should get on with my life, for I was young and many wonderful years lay ahead of me. I had no option except to do that at the time. I had to get back to my job. But I soon realized I was distinctly unhappy about it. I had seen glimpses of the old Birenda again, undimmed it seemed by age. And to just abandon him again seemed unconscionable. I phoned him every evening and we had hour-long addas on the phone. It belatedly dawned on me that he must have hoped to have the same magical connection with his wife that Baba and Ma had had and that not having it with Charudi, wonderful as she was, had broken his sweet sentimental heart. The tension of having to live every day with a failed dream and never letting anyone know had eaten him up from the inside out. He could put that tension down now and I could already feel it releasing its chokehold on him. I made the decision surprisingly easily. I requested a transfer to the Calcutta office. I landed unannounced at his doorstep and rang the doorbell, suitcase in tow. The explosion of sunshine on his face made my secret shenanigans entirely worthwhile. We've settled smoothly into a routine. He believes he is in loco parentis, and I believe I am, which makes for some very interesting exchanges. He's every bit as passionate and argumentative as he was 20 years ago. And he's revived the full flower of the Adda spirit in me too. I have to admit, I'm thoroughly enjoying rediscovering the massive width and range of his intellect and passion. They say you can't step twice into the same river. I think I just did.